Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast for Amazon sellers. In this episode, we want to discuss a topic that often gets overlooked until it's too late, and that's Chinese New Year's. Notably, how does this holiday affect physical product businesses like ours, and how do you plan ahead so you aren't left with no inventory for months at a time? Yeah, and it seems like every year a lot of sellers just forget to plan for this, right? Uh, actually, because the days do keep changing, to be fair. So yeah. usually every year it's Russian roulette, isn't it, going, um, when's that Chinese New Year coming up again? Yeah. Um, the factory shut down. Usually a lot of people are left with no stock, no plan to get any stock quick either to recoup the losses in sales and ranking that occur when your competitors take your sales for weeks on end, especially if you've had a great Christmas season. It's like a compound effect, isn't it? Because you can have a great Christmas season. You didn't realize you were going to have that. Your run rates are a lot higher and they continue. And then you're like, oh no, now there's Chinese New Year. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of get stuck in that quagmire. So today we want to discuss, number one, when Chinese New Year is actually going to be this year. Number two, what to expect from factories and sourcing agents during this time. Number three, how to plan your inventory ahead of time for the future years. Number four, how to try to make quick decisions on now to help you get the inventory in stock before you run out, if that's possible. And then number five, how to be prepared year after year for Chinese New Year and other important Chinese holidays, because those other little holidays come and bite us on the bum as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you can see I got some Chinese New Year so, uh, decorations from my sourcing agent in the back. If you see the video, I've got a couple of oxes back there, sir. Oxens, uh, oxes. I don't know. It's what's the year of the ox, is it? Yeah, it's the year of the yeah. ox. I'm also wearing my red. Uh, that was actually coincidental. I didn't even think about that until after we started. But I was like, oh, look at that. I'm wearing red anyway. Um, where, where's the Chinese dragon? When's that coming in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll, you'll just see like a, a, a bunch of people walk around me as we're doing this thing. Clanging <laughs> some symbols. <laughs> um, yeah, let's break down this into each piece separately. And first, let's talk about when Chinese New Year's will take place, both officially and quote unquote unofficially. The first thing you have to understand is that Chinese New Year's is a big deal in China. It's basically as big or bigger of a deal in, than Christmas is to the Western world. China makes sure that this time is spent with family and friends as opposed to working. So officially, it runs from February 11th to the 18th, which is only a week. Unofficially, however, it can run from anywhere from the end of January to almost the end of February. And because of COVID, last year, a lot of factories shut down way early and didn't even open until March. And this year, there might actually, you know, have some of that residual effect as well. We've had a few reports of actually some some factories shutting down as early as early January. And basically, we're doing this, this recording at the end of January right now. And we've had people, you know, saying they can't even talk to their factory or anything. And that's pretty typical late January, but tip, not so typical early January. And now it sounds crazy to us because in Western culture, if everything shuts down for a month, it'd probably be like an apocalyptic into our society, but that's just not the case in China. This happens every single year. They shut down. There's no manufacturing. There's no shipping, all that good stuff. But it, yeah, I mean, it's just like when we have Christmas, there's really not much going on for like a week or two at a time. And a lot of, you know, you know, small businesses will shut down, you know, even corporations that, you know, hire, you know, multi, multi millions of people or whatever it is, they'll generally not run headquarters operations and that kind of stuff. But, you know, day-to-day -day operations of like restaurants or, you know, 
gas stations, that stuff's always going to stay open. Now, I don't know for sure if that's actually the case in China. I've never been to China during Chinese New Year, but I assume that they have some things open, just not the things that we need. It'd be more stuff for like what's you know essential uh, for people to live on. So that's just to give you a heads up of what it's like in China and 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 how long it's going to be. So essentially, you're going to have to prepare for this every single year. Yeah, and I know a lot of um, you know the suppliers that we work with. They go back home. Usually, they're working in an area that, that they didn't grow up in, right? Yep. And China's massive, as we know. And so usually when, I'm, when I speak to my suppliers, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going back to see my parents, and um, which is in usually some province that's nowhere near like where they, where yeah. they are. Um, so it's that time. It's, uh, it's an awesome time. It's like summer for us, I suppose. Yep. Um, but like you say, everything does, just sh- does shut down. But I think, it's, I think it's kind of a cool thing. It makes, you, it makes them kind of reconnect with family. Because to be fair, they work a lot, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know... Um, I think it's pretty awesome that they actually get some of that time out to be able to do it. So we just have to remember when it is and, and know unofficially and officially, like you said, you know, when those dates run. Yeah. So what can you expect from your factories, your sourcing agents, your logistics, your freight forwarders, all that stuff right in China? Well, no manufacturing is open for at least two weeks, right? And generally they're closed for, could be up to four to six weeks in some areas. Now, six yeah. weeks is probably the higher end. Um, but I've seen it. I've definitely seen it. It's usually three. I would say average is like three, Yeah. but by the time they can start coming back from, you know, where they've been, they might get stuck somewhere as well. I've always, I've usually got someone who's stuck somewhere <laughs> when they should have come back. Yeah. That's actually a good point. I don't know if you've ever seen those pictures. Like they, they have like eight lane highways that are like packed and like at a standstill. And it's like an eight hour traffic jam where nobody moves because everybody's coming back from one area to, you know, back into a manufacturing hub city. And, you know, if they're driving cars, they just get stuck in these gigantic traffic jams. Oh yeah. I've actually been stuck in one of those traffic jams and it wasn't even Chinese new year. It was yeah. a nightmare. It's like getting from Shanghai to, um, Suzhou, which is like, if there was no traffic, it'd be two hours. It takes like six, seven, you know, five, six hours yeah. because of the traffic. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it can take anywhere from just to go five miles in China. It could take anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours. Yeah. Go five miles. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, and everyone in the country is doing it, right? Yep. So that's, yeah, exactly. Um, shipping is shut down for at least two weeks as well for the most part, but that's the thing that usually kind of gets up and running um, fairly quickly. Also, sourcing agents, as we just said, they, they go back um, to their home cities and they definitely don't work during this time. So I would say probably your sourcing agents are going to be off for like three weeks, I would say. Yep make sure that they're coming back um so what does that mean well it means you need to plan you need to prepare everything in advance so that you don't run out of stock also if you're planning to launch a product as well this is not a good time you know you needed to have you know got your stock probably in net by now to have any chance of launching it in quarter one yeah so we, that's what we always say to people isn't it you know you have to plan in advance if you want to launch a product because if you don't get it, if you don't get the order in before Christmas, you've got kind of no chance to get it in time. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, you need to be able to plan to get the the um, shipping sorted out. Um, because otherwise, if you don't get that sorted out, then there's going to be a backlog as well. Because get it's like a domino effect, isn't it? If everybody forgets, <laughs> then, then you've just got this backlog of, um, of people wanting to ship stuff and, and also, you know, obviously manufacturing as well. Yeah. And I can just imagine, I mean, I haven't ever been to like a shipping dock to see how it works, but I guarantee you it's something like this where 
you know, they're looking up at the clock for when it's going to, you know, strike the time that they get off. And they're like, got all these boxes they got to sort out. And they're just like, all right, I'm done. And then just clock out and just leave everything as is for like three <laughs> weeks. I'm like, man, it could be like raining or something. I have no idea. Like you just have no idea what's happening because you're not there and, and you don't know exactly what it's like, but it's pretty much like that. I mean, they're, they're not going to work when they're not supposed to work. So as soon as their time is up and they're on, on holiday, they drop everything and they leave. It's not like they're going to finish packing up a container and get it on a boat just because you need it to come. It's, that's not their job. Their mm -hmm. job is to do what their job is. So you can imagine there's, there's definitely going to be points where your stuff is just sitting there and three weeks later, they're going to have to come back and figure out where they stopped at. And then they're going to be like, Oh, okay. Now I know what I'm supposed to do. And now we'll get all this stuff going, but it's, it's, it's you know, it does take some time for them to get back into the swing of things after coming back. Because yeah. a lot of times, even like they'll only bring back a certain amount of staff, especially last year, they only brought back, I think it was like 20% staff because they wanted to make sure that the COVID uh, virus wasn't spreading. And then, they kind of gradually brought in more and more, but just like we're all restricted here in North America, they're probably going to have certain restrictions after, you know, because the, the one thing that stops virus spreading is, you know, banning travel. So now that they're going back home and traveling, they're probably going to have some restrictions on how fast they come back because they don't want to, you know, flood people with coronavirus again. Yeah. And you know, that's a good point about the, um, um, like our, our culture versus, um, uh, that you know the the Chinese culture when it comes to Chinese New Year because they are very much down tools. Like a lot of Western cultures were like, yeah, we've got Christmas off, but you know in America you're like one day. Yeah. We at least have like a couple of days. We we took Boxing Day in there or whatever. Yeah. But then people are still like working over that period, right? It's oh, I better answer an email here and I better do this. A holiday is not really a holiday. Yeah. So it's not the same for Chinese New Year. It is a sacred holiday that they which quite rightly that they, they should have off and we just need to respect that. Like, they're not going to come back. Like you say, just, yeah. just on the off chance. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, a sourcing agent might just respond to say, Hey, by the way, I'm not working. So you're not going to hear from me for three weeks, but they might not tell you ahead of time. They might only tell you after you ask them to do something and be like, Hey, I haven't heard from you in three days. Where are you at? <laughs> they're like, I'm actually not working. So I just checked this just to make sure there wasn't anything important, but I'll see you later. Yeah, <laughs> they can't do anything. I mean, it's like, what's the point of them even trying to work if they can't connect with the factory? They can't connect with any shipping. They can't find you samples or anything. They can't do anything. So they just take the days off. So there's nothing they can do. So why would they be working? Exactly. Yeah. So this kind of brings us to our next point, which is how to plan properly to avoid running out of stock. So typically in our business, we talk about, you know, getting three months of stock. So that way you can plan to be successful and get sales. And, and when we say three months of stock, we don't mean like estimate really, really low, you know, daily volume for three months. We, we actually run the numbers to make sure you plan accordingly and kind of gradually increase or gradually understand the dynamic. Like if it's seasonal or whatever, understand what those three months are going to do. So that way you can put those, those orders in. Now for Chinese New Year, you pretty much have to put your orders in, in either November or December, depending on your lead time. So that way you can actually get four to five months of stock due to Chinese New Year. So if you think about it, if you're putting your, your, your order in it, like mid to late November, you're going to need to cover January, likely February, March, and probably even April. So that's four to five months that you're going to need to cover. Now, some of that inventory might be kind of covering December and January, but you're likely because of your holiday going to be running out in early February. So you definitely need to cover February, March, and April because you're almost never going to get stock in earlier than that due to Chinese New Year. So you're looking at about four to five months of stock ahead of time. 
the biggest challenge for Amazon sellers at this time is staying in stock from December to April because you just, you're not going to get the shipment and then you, you got to plan it to be shipped basically in January, right? So that way it's on a boat and hits like in February or, or you know, maybe early March. That way you can cover the rest of the months because like I just said, you're going to probably almost run out guaranteed after Christmas by like the end of February. So you won't have any, any if you didn't ship in January, you're not going to have any stock for March and you're probably not going to have any stock for April because it's going to take 30 to 45 days, depending on how you do it to get into stock in April. So you have to plan your stock and your cash flow for this period in a much more strategic way. And some people think only about ordering heavily for quarter four, but then they forget that right after that, they're unable or unlikely to be able to get more goods manufactured if needed. So it's almost you know, like having to order a couple of heavy orders back to back in each quarter. And since Amazon has ASIN level restriction right now for inventory, you're almost certainly going to need to store your goods at a third party warehouse or keep some at your factory and ship some to yourself or whatever it is, and then basically, you know, kind of spread the, the inventory around so you can ship it in faster. But you definitely don't want it to be stuck in China when you need it, right? So you need to get it out wherever it is and into, you know, the country of origin or country of destination, I should say. So that way you can ship it into Amazon as needed. So those are just some things to think about because if you don't think, hey, four or five months ahead, you're definitely gonna run out in March. You're definitely gonna have no inventory probably coming in in April. And it probably won't even ship out, start shipping out until first or second week of, of March, most likely, um, because they still have to finish the inventory or packing it or whatever in February. So yeah, it's something you got to be aware of well in advance in November, December, obviously, of, of the year before is, is best. So yeah, so obviously, you know, we're talking about when you need to plan, um, which is actually quite far in advance. Now, in this case, we're actually talking about Chinese New Year right before it's going to happen. So I think this is probably going to air when the factory is about to shut down, right? Or probably just, just before. So you're getting this information a little bit on the late side, because clearly we forgot to talk about it as well. Yeah. <laughs> but there's probably some things that you can try. But I suppose the, the key thing is, is, you know, we always like to plan in advance. We like to plan for the future. So really bear this in mind, because guess what? You might think it's weird now we're in January, but we like to be planning ahead in January for you know, Christmas time next year, which is going to start in August for planning for that for that season and Chinese New Year. Um, but yeah, there's, there could be some things that you can actually try right now. So if it doesn't work this year for you, keep it in mind for future Chinese holidays, or even if you've got like a shortage of stock, um, for whatever reason that comes up, more acing restrictions, that type of thing. Yeah. So in the case that you got stuck with running out of inventory, here's some key steps that might help you get back in stock faster. And also some key things that you might want to avoid depending on your sales strategy. So air freight some stock if possible, right? So they're not shut down yet. Don't think of air freighting as a big expense and a cost. I mean, of course, you have, you have to bear that in mind. If you can ship everything and everything was hunky-dory, that's totally fine. You're going to have lower costs. But you've also got to weigh up the opportunity cost versus the actual physical cost of the air freight itself, right? And so we like to think about splitting air freight versus sea shipments. So you can actually have one big order, but you can air freight some of it in. And the idea is, is that you want to keep, the, the overall objective is to keep in stock as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So if you have to air freight some in, it's going to cost you less overall than what it would be if you ran out of stock for like six weeks and then you've got to re-rank all your products again. So don't think of it like a cost, think of it as an opportunity. Also, get the orders placed as soon as you can, and then just really understand what the expected lead time is from your factory. So 
if you're starting to run out now, don't think everything's too late. Just literally get on, get on with your factory straight away. Hey, when, when can I get actually get this stock in? Then if you've got goods at a 3PL or even at your home, obviously we prefer that you have it at 3PL because we don't want you doing all the work. But if you have that or at home, ship in what you can, but keep some for FBM to fulfill while the goods are in transit to Amazon. So don't ship all of it because you could run out of stock and then you're like, I've got no way of even getting any, any sales to, sorry, any product to any sales. And then also now is going to be a good time to start looking at other countries that could possibly manufacture your products as well, right? Just to keep that that flowing through. And it might depend on what you're selling. Um, so we know, for instance, India is a great is a great way to um, for certain things like textiles, that type of thing. Um, Korea, also Vietnam, Taiwan. They are up and coming um, manufacturing areas. Also, even Mexico as well, right? So just think about how do I kind of manage, especially if you, as you're growing and scaling a business, how do you kind of like work around that big that big shutdown so that you've got some options as well? Taiwan may or may not celebrate Chinese New Year. I know they don't consider themselves Chinese technically, but China does. So I'm not sure if they do celebrate it or not. So I have actually yeah. no idea if they shut down their factories for Chinese New Year or not. It's actually- Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah, I actually don't know. So yeah. I couldn't really say, but yeah, it's probably, it's probably worth checking that out. Yeah. Um, and then here's some things that we don't recommend that you do, right? So don't try and slow your sales down. So Amazon sees this as a poor performing product. So what that means is, is that the Amazon algorithm is looking at usually your last 30 days of sales. So if you slow it down so much that by raising your price or whatever, um, that you do, you would say you were doing 20 units a day and then, then you're doing like five units a day. When you come back in stock, because you're going to run out of stock anyway, your ranking will actually start to slip because... Amazon doesn't see you as a high-performing product for that keyword, and it'll start pushing you down the rankings. So you kind of want to run out on a on a high, right? <laughs> because um, when your stock does come back in, you usually find that your ranking hasn't slipped that much, especially if it's within the first four weeks, I would say, right? If you're going to be out for months, it might be a bit of a different story. But usually you can get it back in the, I would say, in the first four weeks we've seen, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can raise your price, but not so high that it stops it it's like turning off a tap right if you if it's like really gushing out you can like kind of turn it off a little bit but don't stop it you know stop it so that it's dripping right you want to you want to have a steady flow also don't try to spend a ton of money on ppc when you're about to run out of stock right no point in extra velocity of sales you want to keep that balance so keep the sales volume going but maybe lower some of your budgets you know don't overspend and that's that's one way rather than just raising the price that you can actually um, keep save some money, but also um, keep some of that velocity coming in as well. Yeah. So basically, the idea here is that you just want to keep good sales, but not spend too much uh, just to run out of stock too soon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you might be thinking, you know, well, how do I know when these holidays are going to happen? What factory issues could be? You know, well, we actually wanted to make it easy. We kind of created a little handy dandy calendar. It's not like a full calendar. It's just like an important dates kind of thing. And it has some suggestions of what you need to do ahead of time. So that way you can plan for these things. And you can actually download that right below this episode. So you'll be able to get that straight from us and then put it onto your calendar. And if you have to put some sticky notes on your computer or whatever you got to do to remind yourself that these things are going to happen, um, give yourself a notification, uh, you know, two weeks ahead of time or a month ahead of time or whatever it is. So we understand that you have to make decisions about these things ahead. 
Um, this should help you understand how many days factors are going to be off work, what the potential risks are, and you know, especially to you and your business and how you can prepare for them. In short, none of the other Chinese holidays really last longer than maybe a week, but it's always good to know when they occur and how much of a delay you may see, especially when waiting for responses from your sourcing agent or factors in China. We've had, you know, new members of ours come in and be like, Hey, my sourcing agent's not replying to me for like a week. I'm like, yeah, it's the dragon boat festival. They're like, what's that? I'm like, well, they're not going to respond to you because they're off work. They just don't like, that's what they do. I'm like, Oh, well, so they should have mentioned that. I'm like, it's not really their job to let you know when their national holidays are. You kind of need to understand these things for yourself. So if you don't know what, you know, that they're off work, you'll just cause yourself undue frustration and seem like a jerk to your employees for asking them to work during a national holiday. You know, they wouldn't ask you to work during Christmas. So you can't really ask them to work during, you know, their holidays either. So you have to just be aware of it. You know, it's, it's something, it's a, it's a cultural exchange. You got to be aware you're running a essentially an international company and you just have to put that, that, that logistics, um, you know, these, these, these things into your calendar. So that way you understand how it's going to affect your business. So just to recap, you know, the first thing we talked about was when Chinese New Year's will take place. And you can actually get that and other Chinese holidays straight from the, the little important dates calendar that we're going to provide right below this video. And we also talked about what to expect from factories and sourcing agents during this time. Basically, don't expect much. If you can get anything, that's, uh, that's a win. But if you can't get anything, that's to be expected. No responses, no manufacturing, no shipping. That's usually what's, what's expected. And then we also talked about how to plan your inventory ahead of time for future years. So maybe it's too late this year, but you'll know, you'll learn from this lesson and hopefully not repeat it. Um, you'd be one of the few sellers that don't repeat it because almost everybody does repeat it at least one more time in their, in their business. And it happens to even the best of us. Um, you, may, you might not do it for all your products or your best sellers, but one of your products is likely going to run out due to this exact same thing. We also talked about how to try to make quick decisions now to help you get inventory in stock before you run out, if at all possible, or how to get things shipped in quicker or how to you know, make those decisions of like how to slow your sales or not slow your sales or what you need to do to be nimble. We also talked about how to prepare year after year for Chinese New Year's and other important Chinese holidays. So that way you're not causing yourself and your business undue frustration. So guys, remember, now that you're armed with this information, it's your job to implement it into your business and grow your business through action. Also, if you'd like to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle, head to www.goteamreal.com to download our free training today. And we'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. And bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.